Warning, this podcast typically features spoilers and strong opinions. Proceed with caution. Hello and welcome back to Then A Moment, the podcast where two lifelong storytellers talk about stories. I'm Pavi Prochko, audiobook narrator, author, actor, performer, etc. And I'm Colin Funk, um, childhood development expert and uh, teaching artist. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about Fiona, Fiona and, and Cake. Cake, the Adventure Time spinoff that uh, recently released on HBO. Um, on Max? On Max, yes, on Max, right. Mm, I forgot that it's they rebranded. <laughs> um, it's very exciting. I'm very excited about it. Um, uh, but first, let's uh, talk about our moment of the week. That's it. All right. Um, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, my moment is from, uh, um, we just watched Bob Spurs. So the mm -hmm. new season um, is out now. Yeah. Um, and there are two episodes so far. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been talking about this, that the tone of Bob's Burgers this season and starting probably and last, last season, season yeah. like has started to to really shift. Maybe it's maybe it's from when the movie happened it, it, onward. It feels like it's right. Once the movie happened two summers ago, so last season was the first season after the movie. Mm -hmm. They really, I don't know, they started to kind of pivot just a little bit um, yeah, they're well, really tugging on the heartstrings a lot, which they did like here and there yeah. before, but now they're really, I mean, this last episode, the, so the reason, I mean, this, la the, the episode we just watched, um, last night, um, the most recent episode feels more like a kind of like an indie short film <laughs> yeah, it than does. it does like a cartoon mm -hmm. comedy TV show. It's, it's crazy. So much so that I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I have, I thought I literally, I almost called you on the way here and was like, do you want to do that today? Do you want to talk, <laughs> about, that talk about that episode? Um, yeah, we probably could because it's so really we could, interesting. We could consider doing just that episode. Yeah. Um, There's a few Bob's Burgers episode that I've been considering in the back maybe, of my, in we'll my back pocket. Some sort of. Yeah, so maybe comparison I, or something. But yeah, tell me, anyway, give me the moment. The moment, um, I, I, there's a few moments that I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick, pick one. Um, I want, I want to say particularly the way they handle. Um, so this episode um, is the first that they feature uh, that that the the voice of the, the, the episode is a non belcher, right? Like the, the main point of view is from Rudy, regular size, Rudy, regular size, Rudy, um, Rudy Stieblitz. Stieblitz. You remember his last name? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I did not remember that at all. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> Stieblitz. Um, but it's from his point of view and, and the episode is essentially about him going to dinner with his divorced parents all together. Oh, so weird. And their, um, their current, um, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. And it, the way they handled like a kid coming from a ha like a family of divorce, um, just, I thought it was well done. It made me 
really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and very emotional at like a lot, a lot because I was like, this is, um, it is a very different situation to how than my parents and, yeah. and their divorce. Um, but just like there's, they, they do so many like little moments that I'm sitting there and I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is uncomfortable. Like I, I think, okay. So the moment I'm going to pick mm-hmm. is, um, another spoilers, uh, spoilers. Yeah, like, there's, you've been warned already. Been warned. They've been warned. Yeah. I know, but like, especially if we, <laughs> if we decide they didn't to know that they were talking about this. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. um, Rudy runs away from the, um, the dinner uh-huh. because he, he gets really uncomfortable and leaves and, um, he's sitting at the table and <laughs> Linda is asking like, Oh, you're making sure your parents know who you are. Oh, uh, where you are and, mm-hmm. and that you're safe. And, um, then she's like, who should I call? Should I call your mom or your dad or both or not? Like this, like <laughs> weird, like who are you supposed to be with? Oh, I think like yeah. this, like, the discomfort around it that the adult feels about Mm -hmm. it that like that oozes like it 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 rang so true to so many like situations i had with other adults that were really they don't know how to talk to me as a kid of divorce and i my parents got divorced when i was five i was so used to it by the time i was like cognitive of the world around me and having conversations with adults. And sometimes adults just feel really weird and awkward and don't know how to handle it. And something that feels very normal eventually to that kid still feels really awkward and made worse by the, the parents around it. And so that like felt really, felt really true to me. And I'm like, (laughs) it made made me feel, I I was was shocked how many moments like that, like it was silly, but it like really made me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting these flashbacks. Yeah. These, they, they really did it well. Um, so yeah, that's my moment. That was a good episode. It was good. It was really good. I was, yeah, I felt a lot of things. Yeah. They've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. All right. My moment of the week, we went uh, on a big, long trip. Um, internationally, we were in Ireland um, and uh, we took a f- plane because that's how you get to Ireland. <laughs> we didn't take a boat. We didn't take a boat. Um, and uh, so uh, we watched a movie together on the flight. Um, we watched The Blackening and I'd been wanting to see it. It's looked very funny. Um, yeah, but it was available on the plane. But it was available on the plane. Yeah. And uh, so I was, it was like, let's watch that. Um, and uh, I really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. And I think that's such a relief because I think maybe we could do an episode. And another spoiler, we might do an episode, Um, but it's, it's really interesting because it, it, um, I think especially like starting in like, you know, 2020 and, um, it was wild, everything happening and protests and, um, George Floyd and everything. And I think there were a lot of like pieces of, art that came out that were a little bit um, on the nose or they're like way too, um, I don't know what the word is, Just not good um, and and too uh, obvious or not enough nuance about 
like race relations and things. Sure. And I was afraid perhaps that this movie would be something similar, that it would be making a lot of points that were kind of banal or right. old hat well, or I, not quite true or not nuanced enough. I think in those enough. situations too, I, I, uh, when it feels like that to me is when they take the subject so seriously mm -hmm. that they can't find any sort of like- No humor at no all. No humor in yeah. race relations, which- right. There's tons, have to which laugh at it. is obvious in this film. It's yes, so it's funny. It's really, so, really funny. So funny. And they do it so well. Um, and uh, there was just- I thought it was excellent. I, this I one really moment- really surprised. Yes, me too. And the, the moment that, I guess I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought no, I would. It yeah, seemed yeah, funny yeah. when That's I was thinking it, though. but, like but I, how much? I was like, oh, actually this is very good. I thought it would good. be really- silly and fun i but it was very clever yes it was and not it, that i didn't think it would be clever but it was like very clever yeah you know i thought maybe it was more like scary movie and it was almost more mm. like dale and tucker versus yeah Evil. a little bit there was something that is like very self-aware mm -hmm. um humorous but still a horror movie yeah like somewhere between good. Dale and Tucker and uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Like somewhere kind of like mm. between those two. Okay, yeah. Because Dale and Tucker still feels like very spoofy to me. Um, yeah, in a I way guess. that in a way that this was a little bit less, and it was very much I like it was less spoofy than Dale and Tucker. Yeah, I did. Well, anyway, the well, the whole thing is <laughs> they they like the whole movie they spend kind of. Um, going against the tropes of horror movies. Yeah. Uh, and which was really elucidating um, because <laughs> you realize that like, you can have like a scary movie without making the people in the movie stupid, <laughs> making them do stupid things. Yes. Like there's always that moment, you know, where it's like, oh, you hear something out the door and then you're like, no, don't go out there. And of course, inevitably someone goes out there when all they would have to do is shut the door. And the moment that I want to pick out is the one where that actually happens, <laughs> where uh, one of the guys is in like the long laundry room of this Verbo or something where they're staying mm -hmm. uh, for some like friends weekend. And uh, he it's dark at night and he sees and hears something kind of go past this door on the outside that's like a jar a little bit. And he walks up close to it and you think he's maybe gonna go out. And all he does is he just shuts the door and locks it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what a relief. Oh, that was yes. the best. He just like shuts the door because it's still scary because then he turns around and like there's a window open and he's like goes to shut the window. Turns out it was like one of their friends was like outside or something, but sure. But it was like, it was such a, a one, a relief and two, a very funny kind of pointed uh, like criticism, criticism yeah, of yeah. like the horror genre where it's like, you don't actually have to have people do stupid things. Yeah. In order and, for it to be a scary movie. And they have a lot of moments like that. And, you know, we're not talking about the blackening. Yes, this episode, yes. So we can we can move past it. But I, I will say that um, I think they did a really good job in um, uh, having the characters be self. They they do the, they do what people do in real life mm -hmm. where they're like, oh, man, this feels like a scary movie. Oh, my God. We're in a horror movie. And then they get to like because they they are they have that kind of like self-awareness. Then they. It doesn't feel weird that they kind of talk through these situations where they're 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 very um, 
ob- like they're they're very direct about about yeah. saying like oh if I were in a horror movie like this, this is, is the, the point of the I'm, horror movie where this don't thing do that thing yeah because yeah. It, like they they do that pretty obviously and it it works because it, it feels very real yeah, well, right and it makes me think that other horror movies like the people like they're written as if they're not in a horror movie and that they don't know that they're in a horror movie and horror movies don't even exist in this world. <laughs> right, right, right. They've never seen a horror movie in their life and they don't exist and nothing terrible has ever happened to anyone until now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But cool. that's enough. That is enough about that. that. Whew. So we could talk about that a lot. We could, we could talk about it forever. Um, so let's get to, let's get to it. Fiona, Fiona and, and cake adventure time yeah. spinoff. Um, you got a, a synopsis for us? Sure. Great. Sure. So Fiona and cake is, I think it was originally meant to be just like a limited, um, series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, they're in talks about maybe expanding it to a, a season two, but it is a pretty, it's a, it's a, it's a contained story. So even yeah. if there isn't a season two, it's a really well contained story, but it is a, I, you can call it a spinoff of adventure time. Um, the characters Fiona and cake appear in adventure time and they are the, um, the gender swapped versions of Finn and Jake, the main characters of adventure time mm-hmm. in Fiona and cake. We find out that Fiona and cake, um, are not living in a magical world like their counterpoints are. Um, they, Fiona is feeling a little lost. She lives in a city. It's very, it's much more like the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels more contemporary than um, Adventure, Adventure Time. Time ever felt. Um, yeah, because Adventure Time is like a fantasy uh, sci-fi, sci-fi even, fantasy, future, future apocalyptic, apocaly- yeah, post-apocalypse. I mean, there's, a there's a lot of apocalypse. So it's, post-apocalypse magic stuff, and there's Finn magic, and Jake there's sci-fi. There's are I mean, the it's, heroes, Finn and uh, being the human boy, and Jake being the magic dog. And now we have Fiona and Cake are the fanfic gender swap version, um, version from Adventure Time. Fiona's but now a, we're seeing the girl them and, and Cake is a cat, is a cat instead of yeah. a dog. Also female. Right. And now we're seeing them be um, not just a figment of someone's imagination or sort of is, but we'll get there. Sort of. Um, So we, we both, uh, we end up Fiona and cake. Fiona is having some existential crisis Mm -hmm. and goes to seek out more for her life. Yeah. Um, and then cake eventually jumps through a portal, Yeah, which ends up coming out of Simon's head. And Simon from adventure time is the ice King who has stopped becoming the ice King yeah. since the end of adventure time and now just lives as Simon. Um, and so we're, we're starting in that, in the timeline after yeah. the adventure time series ends. Right. Um, and we find out that Fiona and cakes, reality their their dimension mm-hmm. um is inside of simon's head right um put there by prismo which we find out yeah. throughout the the series yeah. so we are we end up doing doing this dimension jumping mm-hmm. um adventure where um fiona and cake 
are and, trying to and Simon too. And yeah. Simon, he goes along, are are trying to um find a a crown, an ice king crown in another dimension, mm-hmm. um in another alternate reality, so that if he puts it back on his head, then Fiona and Cake's world will be magical again. Yeah. Because they 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 figure that since uh, Simon doesn't have the the crown anymore. His head isn't magical, so their world isn't magical. Right. We find out that Prismo has created this universe. Fiona Cake's universe isn't real, so they're also trying to escape this um, this cyber. Like this, yeah. The uh, like he's like sort of police, some kind of. He's more uh, like a um, like a bounty hunter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a interdimensional all of the, bounty hunter. all the multiverse in check. Turning him into little eggs. Yeah. Um, they're trying to escape him, so they're jumping from universe to universe to universe. Yeah, like alternate universes. Yeah. Alternate versions mm-hmm. of their world, of Ooh. Yeah. Um, and eventually they... They are, Fiona realizes that she doesn't really want to change her world to be magical mm-hmm. again. Simon has a little moment that he, you know, he gets to. He, he realizes he with, doesn't want to forget uh, Betty, whom he loses at the end of Adventure Time by putting the crown on his head. He would forget her and he decides he doesn't want to. Right. But he also kind of like puts that aside and he can he can move forward a little bit because he's kind of he's kind of wallowing yeah um in this he 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 goes through this and is a little um the he doesn't have a lot of purpose in his life until he's like oh i know i'll find an like i'll help these new people they're a new um challenge in my life and they're able to defeat the scarab who's Mm -hmm. the the um that the bounty hunter right and get i don't remember the the their their universe becomes canon yeah gets kind of like latched onto the rest of the universes as mm-hmm. they're not just fan fiction by prismo's hand anymore i think it's by by gulb is that gulb just does yeah it? i think gulb does it yeah. yeah um and betty gulb everything kind of everything kind of ends kind of Kind of nice, kind of bittersweet. Yeah, kinda. a little bit in stasis, a little bittersweet. Um, with a with a phone connection between with Ooh the phone and, connection. And, and so and, that, and that's nice. they they clearly left some some threads open to hopefully yeah. like to to stretch it out. Um, and speaking of that, we can that might be a good lead into the you know Pendleton Ward and the the writing team mm-hmm. and how good they are at creating stories and leaving little bits and pieces open yeah. so that even though they might not have planned far into the future, they leave little breadcrumbs and little threads that are, that are open and not, um, they, they, they're not leading to something very specific necessarily. Right. They don't have to plan everything out as long as they leave the world vast and curious. Um, that, yes. that said too, I, I want to make a note <laughs> that it's probably, um, the show, and I'd be curious to hear your take on this too, uh, 
some of it requires uh, the what we're going to talk about is going to require knowing a little bit about Adventure sure, Time, sure, sure, which is a you know a, a relatively long series. I guess it's like ten seasons, but the episodes are short and it's very good. Uh, highly recommended, also. So do that. Um, maybe we'll maybe we'll there's there's some videos online that are like. Uh, here's all the lore oh, from Adventure yeah. Time you need to know yes. before you watch Fiona and Cake. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So maybe we'll link. Yeah, we can link to like that, that if you're not. Um, if, yeah, it's a good so idea. Look out for that. Mm. We'll we'll try to link. Um, yes, something like um, that. And uh, they are the whole series, and with the um, HBO Max, like uh, the short films that they did too, because um, they did a series of of longer episodes on HBO that were kind of. Um, prequels and sequels to the adventure time story too um yeah and they they run like very good dungeon masters for dungeons and dragons where you just leave so many open threads um so that when you come to the next next time you come to the writing table you're like well i need an idea well let's look at all the threads i've left open oh we haven't dealt with this person in a while where what are they up to right now Mm -hmm. um and it, I really, it, I this this universe that they have created, mm-hmm. this multi-dimensional universe yes. says as it turns say, out. Um, I mean, yeah. which we knew before, and we had we had visited right. other universes. Yes, but we didn't Adventure know Time. that necessarily from the beginning, and that's like not like, from the beginning of Adventure Time, right? We did from the we did from the beginning of, of Fiona, Fiona and Cake. Cake. Yes, right. If you you know go yeah. into it knowing Adventure Time, which I have a feeling most people do. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, because um, there's a lot because because the world that they build is immense, and I do not know how they keep track of everything. Yeah, it is wild that they are able to get away with adding on so many different things in so many different directions, time wise, character wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all over the place, and it nothing contradicts itself yeah well this is a thing that like authors are notoriously have difficulty with you know it's like they talk about the wheel of time books and how robert jordan was just like he just kept opening more and more cans of worms and no one you know uh uh, brandis anderson made a valiant effort to try to complete his series after robert jordan died but it's hard to do and yet somehow they're able to to make this work and i thought about this a little I, i think it has to do with making a world that is kind of as complex or 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 um mirroring the complexity or kind of like getting close to the complexity of the real world there are things that you will never really know as you walk down the street and you're kind of like getting glimpses and bits and pieces of conversations yeah and those things are, you'll never go down that path as you right. walk down the street to go to the coffee shop and there's that couple over there arguing or a, a car going past and you hear the music playing in their, in through their window. But if you were able to, there's a whole story following that person. There's a whole life over there. Well, yeah. And I mean, there's all you, stories. Of course. In life. Yeah. And all you have to do when you're, all you have to do is if it's easy, but as you are creating these worlds, this world, you add enough of those things that are interesting in the moment that give us a little bit of verisimilitude or are just funny. Cause it is, it was like a kid's show, you know, and Fiona and Cake is a little bit more adult, but it's, it's something for entertainment. 
but the only reason why Fiona and Cake was able to make this happen is because in Adventure Time, they just added so many little things for our entertainment, for just Fiona for and Cake fun. itself. The fact just that Fiona and Cake was added concept. In. Yeah. That there is a gender swapped. So that's that's one thing to say if you don't know Adventure Time. Um, Fiona and Cake in Adventure Time, they existed there. They were in a few episodes, but they were always stories that the Ice King had written. Yes. And because it, he's he's loves Finn and Jake. He just wants to be friends with Finn and Jake. And so he creates like a his own version that he can like live in his imagination with them. And That's, he wants yeah. it so, but there was a whole episode in Adventure Time yeah. where he's, his whole goal is to, to like go to this place where he can make a wish and wish them to life. Yes. And it ends up backfiring. He ends up turning like the book comes to life. Oh God. So yeah. Sad. It's so sad. Um, but like he, he believes that they're real so bad. Yeah. And so it's it, like, it's a, it's a kind of, it's a nod to, that because like they they never I don't think they planned whether or not Fiona and Cake were real. Right. I think they were like, why don't we roll with it? See what that's See like. See what happens. Yeah. And they were able to use Prismo, another character that we know and love from Adventure Time. Mm -hmm. Um and Prismo, who is a who's the wish master. Yeah. Kind of like keeps keeps all of the multiverses in check and to some extent yeah. he's not supposed to make his, his own. he's not supposed like to make not anything completely clear yeah it's like not they, clear no he makes he grants wishes obviously if you can make it there master. he's the wish master if you if you get to prismo you get to ask him one wish i guess right. the, like yeah. that's the and the the only thing that we know now which is new in fiona and cake that we didn't know before is that he can't make anything for himself He's not supposed to. Not it's supposed like to. The rules. It right. feels like. But he did. It's, <laughs> it's the. It's a. It's a. It's something I really enjoy in, when when um there are big, when we're living outside of reality in a way that's like there's magic there's there's different dimensions there's yeah. characters with these powers that have but but in that world there there are real limitations his job mm -hmm. there are real rules and yeah. regulations and he has a boss that he has to answer to and there's like what you're supposed to do what you're not supposed to do there's consequences yeah but it's also not perfect it's not like he doesn't just like do the bad thing and he's automatically yeah like sent Zip, to prison right, for life yeah, or whatever he, like, it, yeah like they they make they, they create give it those those even the consequences and the ability to find solutions or loopholes, things like that. It, it gives you a way in to those larger than life. We never want things that are overpowered so, so much that yeah. they're just, you know, if we had a superhero, that's just so part, he just like goes and defeats yeah. all the bad guys and has no weaknesses, right. then we wouldn't, it's not a story. It's yeah. not interesting. Hot take. That was always my problem with Superman. <laughs> it's like too strong. The only thing like there's kryptonite. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But it's like that. I don't know. That seems so dumb to me. It's arbitrary. <laughs> yes. I don't love that. Uh, Cause it's too powerful. It just can do whatever and everything, yeah. you know? Um, and this it's, is it's there's nice a nice limitation kind of, here like where you you get 
there's just enough elements of like, this is, this could be an office life. This could be a job. Like you yeah. could find your yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Prismo, who is not supposed to make things for himself has created, he, he's like, Oh, I just want to do something for fun because he has created dimensions for other people based on yeah. their wishes. Right. Um, and, he was just bored and he just like made up and he was yeah. just like making these characters. He wanted something for himself. And just like the Ice King, like just like we believe that the Ice King just created these out of his mind because he loved Finn and Jake so much. They took that and just like, well, like yeah, actually, that's, actually that's actually real. what happened, but, but it was Prismo. Prismo did it and he actually created a real universe. That he hid inside Ice King's mind. Yes. Well, and because it was not supposed to be right it's not supposed to exist so he hid it in yeah ice king's mind which was you know hidden because he was magic and crazy maybe yeah and he would never remember was the whole idea that he would be just stuck in that in that right and then nobody would believe him and and it's not it wasn't on the map of universes it was way off to the side it wasn't connected yeah and so it's very it's very interesting yeah um I think to, I'm curious how (laughs) this story is so good and they're so good at it. Um, And I want to know how you think it compares with Adventure Time. In what way? I guess it's so, okay, it's, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's so good. I, you know, it feels like a real extension of it. And I don't feel like they've lost their magic mm-hmm. um, in a way that like, I, I feel a little bit, maybe this is a hot take. Mm-hmm. The, um, the new season of Futurama so far yeah. is good. Um, but there's like something a little bit missing. I'm, I don't know. I'm like, I'm feeling that they're, slowing down a little bit it doesn't feel as like punchy or as exciting as the other ones that's interesting fair i've i've gone back to futurama episodes that i was like eh, and i've gone back and i'm like no that's good yeah so so it might just be i'm i'm expecting something or something but because futurama is like more um formulaic yeah maybe i'm i'm not i'm not feeling and and Hmm. The Avenger Time world, at the very least, it just it just slaps you in the face with crazy new things every five seconds. Yeah, that you're like, what the fuck? It's crazy. I don't know yeah. how. Again, I don't know how they create this whole universe, and they're so good at creating mythology and and characters that have abilities and powers without over explaining them, without making them too overpowered yeah. like the scarab is a really interesting character yeah. and you don't they're not like he's a villain and he has these powers right. it's not so prescribed yeah it has flavors of that but like again with just enough of it to be like oh well he's like he's he's like pretty powerful and he's, yeah he's he's a threat but not so much that you're like well what's the point like he's just gonna yeah come in and fuck everything up right um so it's like they they leave a lot of blank spaces 
Yeah. So it's like this is like I, I guess I'm like making a list of like what makes this so good. It's like we've got we've got these like the you know you create one of the you create maps but you leave blank spaces in it right mm -hmm. it's like we we don't need to know everything we only need to know what we need to know because if you over explain it you're right. you're packing yourself into a corner um that's one thing and i think compared to futurama that's an interesting point because i think one of the things what's bothering me about the the new season it's funny it still feels in the same world it's a little bit more um Contemporary, obviously, because it's now, but it's also like with current yeah. events. And Futurama has always done that. And it has done that, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, I didn't watch it until way later, but. Right, so you weren't watching so I wasn't it like, as what? the right. current events were yeah. happening. So, that so it feels sense. a little bit different. But what I think is rubbing me the wrong way is kind of the, the eschewing of the old story. Because Futurama ends so well. It's so That's good. That's true. And then when you start it up again, you have them saying, "Oh, that thing over there. Never mind. Kind Ignore of, that." Not really. It's well, they, and they can do. A little, they kind of fix a little bit. It's just, it's not even that plot-wise that they can't justify it. It's uh, emotionally, like the feeling uh, I, of yeah, yeah, the yeah. last episode. It's like they. I mean, it's so moving, the end of Futurama, that then when you like come back and like, we've got more, you're like, okay, but you, you kind of finished it though. It's like um, The Magicians, I the book, if you ever read The Magicians, I love that book so much and it ends perfectly. And then there were two more <laughs> books and I was like, they're not as good. And they ruin it because yeah. you finished, you were done with the story, right. the story finished. Well, and that's the thing about Adventure Time is they, the series was done. Like yeah. they finished it. And yet they're still able to come back with more. And, but the, and they're not, and I think they're smart that they're, they're not going back to Finn and Jake. Right. Finn and Jake come back. Yeah. But they're not, that's not the story anymore. Right. They're done with that story. Yeah. They so, might be secondary in these other stories, but that's yeah. yeah. But that 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 connects us in. That lets us live yeah. in the 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 world without having to. It, we're not creating a, a real world, but we're not. We also don't have to feel like we are trying to reopen a story. Right. Right. Exactly. That we're so, not reopening. So emotionally, this thing. yes, that may, I think that makes sense. It to respects me. the the finality of what you actually did, of what what had actually happened already. They don't have to undo anything. Right. You know, it's like the the will and grace mistake. I mean, they were very literal about saying like they were. that actually didn't happen. That was a dream. Yeah, that was, and of that, course, and that still bothers me. You know, no, I no, still I think hate. Was, that, I really you know? dislike that. It was funny, like the new series was funny too. But I don't like future. What I'm saying is, Futurama wasn't as literal. even as explicit. Yeah, right. Like, because it can still be. They didn't say that didn't happen. No, they said that did happen, and therefore now we're back. Yes, to do more shenanigans. Right. Whereas Adventure Time is not trying that at all. They're saying, yeah, we might actually see those people again, but. Like you said, their story is done and we're actually interested in this other thing. There's it more to like this you world. Feel like little, you get little snippets that feel like epilogue-y. Yeah, yeah. And not, um, yeah, we're not reopening their story. Mm -hmm. We just get a kind of like, it's fun to see them in the world yeah. and how they live. Because we know their story. 
but also like this, this, they're also not afraid to kind of change the tone. Yeah. And they really leaned. I mean, it is dark. It is adult. It's really dark. I was really surprised how dark it was from the get go. And there are, there are dark and adult moments in Adventure Time. Yeah. It gets, I mean, there are moments in this that I'm like, whoa, I am, this is, this is overwhelming. Yeah. Cause I mean, and again, I, I think back to Adventure Time and there were moments that, that were overwhelming, but they were almost hinted at. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they were pretty. Sometimes, overt. I mean, like Finn's arm gets ripped off. I mean, it's like there's some pretty intense things happen. Yeah, but it gets darker. I it mean, does. it is like we we essentially see the collapse of like three different universes. Yeah. Like we see, maybe not the collapse of the universes, but people definitely died. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Several people. And it was pretty I mean, it was it's pretty dark. It was dark, especially I mean, and I, it was especially dark because we're going to different universes, seeing different versions of the characters we know and love. Yeah. Um, leaning into the Fiona cake thing. That's right. like very, like what a great setting to do that. We were, yeah. we're already taking an, an alternate version of Finn and Jake. And now we're just getting to see like different iterations of them over and over again, because they're not the only ones from the adventure time that show up in this. Right. There's another, there's the farm world. Is that yeah, what Yeah, the farm world. Yeah, the um like non-magic the world. The non-magic version of Finn and Jake that yeah. world. We get to visit that again and see where that has gone. Yeah. And that was fascinating. Yeah. And and hard because like Finn and Jake were kind of best case scenario yeah so now we're jumping to realities where it's like oh this was actually not fuck things up. didn't get yeah things weren't good in farm world he he becomes ice king finn right. does yeah and it's hor it does not go well no no it doesn't no it doesn't go well and then in the other universe you've got you've got uh bubble gum and um marceline are sworn enemies because the vampires have taken over instead and mm -hmm. and they like you know plunge to their deaths when in adventure time they end up being lovers like they end up in love and technically they sort of do they, they sort of were they were already too i think yeah yeah and <laughs> they, they kind of were in that world too yeah right and i and i love that and they 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 bring that through line so that relationship first of all they're they're pretty overt about it yeah and the um the fiona and cake world version of princess bubblegum and marceline mm -hmm. um originally in the in adventure time they are prince bubblegum prince gumball prince Gumbel, and marshall lee and marshall lee <laughs> um and he's not a prince obviously in the when their world isn't magical anymore. Right. Um, he's just Gary Gumball and it's still Marshall Lee. Yeah. Um, and I love, I love the alternative reality versions of all of them. LSP. So funny. Is hilarious. Lumpy space princess. Oh my God. So good. So, so funny. Oh my God. So dumb. Um, Hunter, Huntress wizard. Huntress. Yeah. And Hunter. Yeah. It's good. It, it then, but like what I was saying, yeah, 
cutting me off. Uh, um, they they lean into that relationship. Yeah. The I I would say the main B plot of the show, which we didn't touch, is watching a relationship grow between Gary Gumball and Marsha Lee. Yeah. And that is, I mean, Adventure Time started a um, hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it was clearly like a kid's program yeah. at the start. And it and it became more and more adult, but it but essentially was still a kid's program. And they were pretty light on the the same sex relationship elements. Yeah. They were not subtle at all. No, no, they weren't. Not for this. No. They did it too in, in distant lands. They they gave yeah. they gave Bubblegum and Marceline like their their own kind of um episode. Kind of capsule, the yeah. episode, um which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um but th- I think they're they it feels they were a lot um less fearful around it. They were they were a lot less timid yeah. around um oh, the benefit of being th- on cable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they so they were able to to just like unapologetically have a same sex relationship and have that be kind of like a whole plot point, which is like, it's not, and I, I love the way that we see the bits and pieces of bubblegum and Marceline's relationship sprinkled through adventure time Yeah, because it's, it's at odds. It's not, it's, it's, they're not like actively together and there's reasons for that. And I think they do it very well and they tell that story very well. It's, it's one of the, really extraordinary through lines of adventure time that then kind of comes to a head in that longer episode um, on HBO. And then now gets kind of mirrored a little bit more in all these alternate universes. Yeah. It's really interesting. We get to see it. And I think it goes along the same line. They're not afraid to hit dark subjects too. Mm -hmm. That's why they're, you know, we're, we're looking at, there's so many instances of like, forbidden love happening and really i mean every world they go to is like a different complex problem yeah i i I mean they they go to a world where um the ice king has is is good yeah and he's like not his powers he's not mad exactly and he's kind of like the hero of that world and Princess Bubblegum is the one who's mad. Yeah. And turns out it was because he like used his magic to like infect her with it instead, like gave the curse over. But Fiona kind of like has a crush and like she, she falls for him and by kissing him breaks the spell. It's so stupid. It's so weird. Uh, But it, I don't, it, they set it up because they they sing in that one too. Yeah. I they they're able to get a, away with. They really make it kind of like a Disney feel in that one. Mm-hmm. They do they do play with they clearly do um, some genre jumping yeah. too. Um, there's a whole episode that's very. Um, what's that apocalyptic show? The oh um, uh, Mad Max. Mad yes, very Mad. Very Max. Mad Max. Yeah. Um, 
and so they they're they're playing with genre they're playing with um you know tone for each of the different yeah. uh universes that they jump to they use a lot of the tropes yeah yeah and i think again it's one of those things where they use something simple like a trope that we we understand um and that's how they can get away with kind of extraordinary things yeah because they use a very simplified um tool they just use the things we will recognize yeah and that will get us closer to the this i mean it's it's wild Mm -hmm. we're we're already buying into yeah it bubblegum talking you know like it it makes me think of the the adage that the the specific turns into universal where it's like they it keeps like kind of it's keeps going in and out and in and out so it's like we've got these like very very specific weird things that they keep putting in really specific um strange you know they look they seem like goofy stuff um but then once put into the larger context it becomes this like very universal story of like these forbidden loves or um old um rivalries or uh, grief or death um i think that add that to the list where it's like the the you know, don't be afraid to kill people. That would be one way to make a really good story. You have to like make, that's like the, the story of stakes, right? You, it's like, it has to be real. You have to be able to actually. There have to be stakes. Yeah, stakes, stakes, stakes. Um, <laughs> and then um, I also, remember that video that we watched? It was, uh, um, maybe you didn't see it, but I, it, we'll, we'll tag it here. It's about um, someone uh, was analyzing Adventure Time about like why it works so well, and um, their thesis about like it being basically a modern epic poem. I don't know if I watched this. It's interesting. Uh, take the the video That's, talks I feel about like it. I did maybe. This sounds familiar. Yeah, where it's like the idea is like they like you know split up like an old Greek uh, epic poem and kind of paralleled it with adventure time season and episodes and stuff. Um, but there were other things that made it so that it wasn't just like, Oh, well a, you know, each verse of the Epic poem is a, you know, there's like a verse and then each collection of verses is a song. And so you've got like a season is a song and then each episode is a verse because they were very clear story, uh, points that happen in each of these verses. It's like, it's a chunk of, event is is a verse so like any series like any series right yeah (laughs) sure um okay and but there are other features like the um, bathos the concept that you have like these very very serious um uh you know epic uh in scope things that kind of get resolved or thwarted by relatively simple um solutions kind of like a um you know it's like you have the the uh in fiona and cake she there's this whole episode of like um she's kind of falling for this ice king that's good and Mm -hmm. they do this whole song and dance and then she kisses him at the end and he just kind of like crumbles into dust (laughs) it's just like poof out of nowhere yeah and they don't like spend much time on it it just kind of like happens and it's this this undercutting of emotional well and that's of what's happening to like 
because like that's what solves all the issues in the world that's like the it it was it felt a little eerie to them because the ice king ice king was good princess bubblegum was mad and so it felt all topsy-turvy and then it went back to normal after that and they had fiona had killed a bunch of the candy people because they were attacking her and she has this this like crisis like wow i felt really good killing them until i realized they were just doing their job following this mad person yeah and now she's back to reality and she's gonna have to deal with a lot of dead subjects yeah that just were protecting her right and it's like i mean like really puts a lot of pressure on this young yeah. girl i mean she's clearly like that, older she's that, clearly like a young adult yeah, she's not a right she's not like she's a, not a child, child like finn and right finn finn was. starts at like 11 or something yeah yeah but it, it's it's that pulling of the rug out uh from that, under from what you think is happening and right. kind of like you you just have this height emotionally this emotional height that you're able to just like undercut it completely to um great effect yeah so i think that's i'm adding that to the list of things that make (laughs) adventure time and fiona cake awesome yeah yeah they don't do it in a way either that is for shock value it's not like red wedding game of thrones moment sure where you're like you don't have to do that right yeah that was just gross and uncomfortable and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that same thing could have happened and not like that. Yeah. that's And then again, hot take. I don't, <laughs> I know a lot of people cite that as being so, like, it is an extraordinary. It was a pretty big deal in, when I read it. Yeah. That was like, it was huge in the books. It's better. It's better in the books. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and it is it, they game of Thrones, I didn't like when they did it, but they did have moments where they just shocked me. And I was like, <laughs> I got, I would get like physically angry. I'd yeah. be like, I hate this. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't know why I'm watching this. Yeah. I feel like you tricked me. Yeah. And there's something different there too. Cause it's like, I don't ever feel like I'm being tricked by Adventure Time or Fiona and Cake. They're not tricking no. me. Mm-mm. They were showing me the whole time. You just found out it was something else. That's what's happening. Not like, like elements of like mystery writing. It's, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's like the the whole time. It was like that the whole time. And if I had just been paying attention, I would have, I would have been able to see it. Is what it feels like, at least. Yeah. Um, feeling a little bit meandery in this episode today. Um, what else? I. <laughs> What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I felt felt natural progression. Oh, there was something interesting too that I I thought was um, in Fiona and Cake. Their use of other literature in it, which I was I was thinking about too. Like in in like traditional epic poems, there's not a whole lot of mentioning of books because there weren't any books that's what the epic poem was like 
you know, like the Odyssey was like right. hundreds of years of people just like telling just the story out loud yeah. and then someone wrote it down. Um, and I think that's such a good device to use is having um, a character who's having some sort of crisis um, using some kind of literature or art in the in the story. It's a story within a story to like make it make sense. It's a very like, it's very Hamlet, right? <laughs> like you've got to play within a play that's gonna like reveal that the king is, is a murderer. Um, but uh, Simon ends up in someone else's body, like watching this story. He's like kind of reading this book, a weird like future oh, book. Yes. And, um, and it's ultimately to like learn this lesson from Betty, Betty Gold being this like God of chaos that his, you know, lover from the past has become simple, this God of chaos. Yeah, very simple stuff. She is kind of trying to teach him this lesson that he kept, basically he's where he is because of all the choices he made. And maybe if he had made other choices, it could have been different, but he didn't. But he didn't. So these are the choices you have. There isn't another way to go. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of an acceptance lesson there. But he only is able to learn it when he's like following this book. This is kind of a choose your own adventure book. And he keeps like making the same choices. He's like choosing this one character instead of another character. But he's using this book um, in experiencing the book. He gets to... Um, kind of have a mini version of like redoing kind of his whole life yeah. where it's like suddenly at the end of the book, he has to have, make this terrible choice between these two characters. And he's like, but that's not how it, you know, uh, but I don't want to make this choice. There's gotta be another choice. And the, this companion that he's with, it says like, well, maybe you would have been able to, if you had just like not kept choosing that one choice, right. you could have done something else. But now that you did, it's like, that's how it is, right? You can't go back. Right now, these are your choices. Yeah, you these are your choices this. now, yeah. And um, I really like the device of using stories within stories to like make those things clear to characters. It's the second time I've seen it this explicitly as kind of like a video game. I read a book that was kind of like that, um, that, that had kind of a subplot where someone was like playing kind of a video game and like learning this weird lesson about life and because it ends up being um isn't that a lot of the what isn't that your whole my whole thing isn't that all the the lit rpg things that you read um, they're all playing video games and they're all learning stuff in the video game that they teaches them about their outside life isn't no that but like, that's life now for them in lit rpg what i'm saying this wasn't a lit rpg anyway it was something else it was a cyberpunk post-apocalypse i'm and, saying like you're you're describing what sounds like all of your no, 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 no. It would be like someone in, like they would have to be having the experience and then also having like a mini version of the experience in the experience. <laughs> Does that make okay. sense? I think so. If they were in the video game, they would then in that video game have to be playing a smaller video game that's within that video game to learn this bigger lesson. Mm -hmm. Just like Simon has his whole life and then he's reading this little book. That's and not makes, the same as them having their whole life and then. No, not in lit RPG for sure. We'll do a whole episode about lit RPG. It'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole thing um so it's brilliant that's yeah, what i'll yeah, say yeah. about it's I, it, it's it's pretty good it's good is there anything i mean we're just sitting here raving about it uh is there anything that you can think could be improved um uh i think there was one thing that i thought about i think uh, in fact i'm gonna sound like i'm going back on it but that scene where he's the character in this like alternate universe or this future world and he's reading so this book what we just what we just talked, talked about. about yeah that device um i love the device i don't love that they turned him into that character it's felt like it was just uh we've introduced those two characters at the very end of adventure time they're in the last episode of adventure time yeah as kind of like you know a thousand years in the future yes um and we just want to see them again because we're in like another universe i guess we just want to it felt a little bit like they were um just using someone for the sake of using those characters it didn't it didn't make sense to me why it needed to be them because all he does is like take over that kid guy's brain and then leaves. It just didn't, it wasn't consequential that it was them specifically. But it was in his world in the future. So he's reading an artifact that he would have made. Mm-hmm. I don't follow. <laughs> <laughs> the book that is, that's, that's a, that's a piece that was made by Simon. Oh, really? It was? Yeah, it was like, oh, thank goodness the Ice King in this world made this thing, but they're from his world. Oh. That gun book was made by the Ice King? It, I think so. Because oh. it was the history of the, the crown or the, the antiquities or whatever the of... Yeah. It was made by Petrokov. Huh. Interesting. It? I thought it was something else because he was like reading this other book. Reading what other book? The book that he was reading was like that choose your own adventure story. Yeah, that's the book. Really? Mm. What do you mean? What? Because it was supposed to about it be antiquities was the book that he was looking for. That wasn't about antiquities. That was about those two mages that were doing magic and stuff. Why that do you think was he was the reading book? that book? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I missed that. You thought it just like he was looking for one book and then he's and like. ended up with a different book. Yeah. No, I think that was the book that's supposed to tell him how to access. That's why he was trying to get through the book. He was telling him how to access the mm, crown. And he wrote the book. I see. Okay. I rescind my criticism of the of using that character. I mean, maybe I maybe I got something wrong, <clears throat> but like that's it's their world, and he was looking for a book. And yeah, it's like, oh, this is it. The this will help me find the mm -hmm. the thing. Okay, because he says something like, "Oh, I'm so glad the person in this world." made this or something yeah i'll have to go back maybe i'm missing something maybe i'm mm. saying something wrong but okay 
something to think about though, mm. because they're in his world in the future, right? Yeah. That's the idea. And I thought that there was a connection because he had right. the book. Okay. We'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> revisit. <laughs> we'll revisit this. Um, Cause I am now not remembering. Um, what else? I don't, I don't know if there was too much. I, I don't love that they didn't get all of the voice actors back. That made me sad. Um, Prismo wasn't, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Um, um, Camille Jamani. Yeah. That's his name, right? Um, Camille Jamani. Yeah. Um, cause I thought he was so good and I don't know who it was. Oh, and he, I mean, he is so good. And I just, I was very sad that it wasn't his voice. Um, yes, that is sad. It wasn't, uh, Gary Gumball was not but Neil Patrick Harris, but I... But Neil Patrick Harris wasn't Gary uh, Prince Gumball in every episode in Adventure Time either. Oh, he wasn't? I think it changed as well. Oh, I mean, I well, Andrew Reynolds did it, and I thought he did Andrew great. Reynolds, great. Um, but um, Donald Glover was back. Donald Glover was back, which yeah. Which is very... Yeah. Was very great. happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's... There isn't much that didn't work for me, no, it's really. really. It's really, really hard. And that's like part of the benefit of like how they're able to the kind of storytelling that they do, where it is kind of this outlandishness that you're allowed a lot of um, uh, latitude with what you do because of how magical the world is and how many options there are right. and how many um, they don't back themselves into a corner. They are yeah. they are they give them every choice that they make in their storytelling allows them another avenue. It moves it forward. It right. gives you more options, not fewer, which is astonishing. Yeah, it's like twofold. It feels like the thing we talked about in um, the Emperor's New Groove, where they create they created like a um the tone of it to be open enough that we we believe in everything right like we will we'll buy into it because it's meant to be silly yeah and it's meant to have layers of awareness and and mm -hmm. and so it's not outside of the world because they built it right um and there's that but then there's like you said it it's that it's literally leaving strings open for more future stories. Yeah. Without being so, without opening 17 cans of worms, like you said, like it's yeah. not, it's not just being like problem here, problem here, problem here, grenade right. here, grenade here, grenade here. Right. It's just, they all exist. They're yeah. there. If we never see that, that, you know, open thread again, yeah, it will not, it will be inconsequential. Right. If we don't see them again, it's fine. But if we do, we know who they were. We can easily rope them in. Yeah. Yeah. Very good dungeon mastering. <laughs> yeah. It feels like dungeon very, mastering. Very, very good it's, dungeon mastering. It, yeah. It. Yeah. It's, it's well corralled. Yeah. Without, you know, it's, I don't know. It's such an expansive world. It's really really very interesting yeah i think that's another thing too is they give us so many they just give us a lot to see and a lot to experience they're giving us new things mm -hmm. all the time yeah 
in a way that's not exhausting. I don't know how they do it. I guess that's like, mm, I, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. They make sure that they always got a little bit of fun in there. You like everyone, even the villains. Like no one is. The lemon carbs are amazing. The lemon carbs. Oh my God. Jinx Monsoon. Carbs. Jinx Monsoon is one of them. One of the voices. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe amazing. this is a good transition to get to some superlatives. Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's go with Oscar worthy first. Okay. Um, Oscar worthy moment. Hmm. I think um, um, I'd probably, I think I would have to go with um, the, the weird writing of the first episode. It starts off as a dream it sequence. It starts as a dream sequence. It's like very. Um, little, little Miyazaki uh, references. Yeah, Miyazaki or Sailor Moon. Yeah, all that's them. really interesting. Um, and more, I'm sure. And then, and then she like kind of comes to and in, into real life, and then it, it's just how huge a departure it was from what I was expecting. Yeah, and it's a huge departure from Adventure Time, but it's also a huge departure from what you know of Fiona and Cake, and it immediately yeah. roped me in because I was like, I don't know what's happening, and I want to know so bad. Oh, the way they the way they um, sprinkled out they. They really, they give out information so well. Mm -hmm. They they only give you what you need to know now. Yeah. Which was very obvious in the original series too. Mm -hmm. Adventure Time where they're we're like- We don't have were, any just in case there information. There people who watched three episodes and were like, I don't know, it's some silly kids episode. It might be fun to watch it uh, when you're high, but yeah. like, it's just silly. And I'm like, watch it in one go. Oh my God. It is- insane because it's each episode great. feels really like silly and small and they're it, 10 minutes long good yeah. good lessons very fun to watch yeah. but they're they build and it like yeah, it really means something mm -hmm. and so that then when this first episode came i was like they are it's like they're back at it you know it felt i was i was roped in immediately yeah yeah cool about you really specific That's oh a, gosh um okay my favorite my oscar worthy moment is when they find baby j uh, baby finn in that one world and it's like they're in like a whole alternate universe of babies and then they end up accidentally bringing little baby to like the mad max world mm -hmm. and cake grabs the baby and smells the baby and asks bubblegum if she wants in on it and i think that is one of my favorite moments ever I was going to say so for funny. my Oscar-worthy moment, a like that cake. Cake has some excellent one-liners. Yes, cake um, is awesome. I I did consider you went in on this. You went um, in on this, smelling the baby. Oh, it's so good. Just like there's a moment where she's like, she's like shipping other characters. She's like. I don't know. She's uh, what? <laughs> She's what? You know what shipping is? No. You know what shipping? I is? I don't know what shipping is. What are you talking about? When you, oh my gosh, shipping yes is when you watch something or you're reading a story and you 
you're like, ah, they should be in a relationship. Oh, I've never heard that before. You've never heard that before? Not at once. Storytelling expert over here. I've never heard that. Oh my God. Sounds like slang as kids are using these days. That's (laughs) old slang. What? That's like 10 years old. Oh, weird. Yeah. I love when she was doing that though. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like, kiss. Yeah. (laughs) She keeps telling people to kiss. Now kiss him. Oh, it's so funny. It is hilarious. Oh, it's good. I like cake a lot. So I think it's a good duo and I love them in a way that I also love Finn and Jake as a duo, but like totally different. Different. They, they, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're really, I don't know. They were, they were able to find a good, a unique dynamic, but without losing all the qualities. Yeah. There's a, there's a similar dynamic in that like cake is maybe the, the older one, but kind of more immature and like Fiona is still kind of young and unsure about the world, but like very, very like wise and old for their age. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a, like an old heart, old, you know, old soul. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like that. Um, what about unearned moment? The unearned moment that I have selected tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment where, let me think of it, how exactly it went. Um, oh, Fiona takes her shirt off. Mm-hmm. And Cake makes a little joke. Like, ooh, you get naked. Um, and Fiona's like, don't make it weird. And mm-hmm. I get it. I do. I understand the the dynamic. Um, and it was just a little disappointing to me in that it feels like it was a good opportunity. That was a great opportunity to give like a real parallel to Finn and Jake. Yeah. Where where she Finn, could Finn she could celebrate Ned takes Finn off would. the takes off his shirt and he had been like yeah yeah I got my I shirt off um, and yeah. doesn't like and and of course like because Fiona's a girl and there's like different societal expectations on yeah. women and being shirtless like it it feels like it's like dripping with I don't know it took me out of it where I'm like yeah. I wish it was like she has to be different because she. Is a girl. Yeah. It's the only time that I, I really felt that like they, they took a little bit away from Finn, Finn's counterpoint. Yeah. Just because she was a girl. Yeah. I can see that. I, I think I want to push back on it a little because I think she's, she, her personality, the differences between her and Finn are such that she seems a bit more shy she's a little bit more modest than finn is and not because just because she's a girl it's i guess that moment made me feel like like it was it was because she was a girl yeah and maybe that's maybe that's me reading into it maybe that's me putting my own societal expectations as a filter over it as a lens Mm -hmm. um but i don't know because there there are plenty of times where you're right where 
where she's a little more shy. She's a little more modest. Yeah. But she kind of like she gets, wasn't really in this, like in that moment, even she was like, she wasn't shy or weird about taking her shirt off. No, but she would be shy and weird about someone pointing out the fact that she has taken her shirt off and that she's like I trying to guess, be sexy because she's not really like even in even knowing just a little bit about Fiona from Adventure Time it's like she like blushes and kind of gets a little starstruck in a way that Finn when he kind of is crushing he kind of goes AWOL right he's he goes he crazy gets, like, he, he, he young gets boy yeah punching the the girl he likes right exactly he gets a little Doesn't energetic his mm-hmm. body or yeah. whatever while she's a little bit more like, mm, you know, but she'll kind of like, that's the, I guess I've always kind of had a little weird. I've always felt a little weird about that. Yeah. And always felt like, well, it's in ice King's mind. Yeah. And he's making her this like shy girl that he wants to fantasize about. Mm. Yeah, I guess. And not, you know, that like, that's the thing that's changed about Finn that like, yeah, it's like confidence and, and maybe, maybe that does bug me a little bit that it's like, that's the trope that like, well, when you turn the boy character, the girl character, you have to make them like this. Like I I, I wish it was like, write a, write a Finn and Jake episode and just change their names. Yeah. I like that there's differences in the characters. Yeah. And I think that would probably come with voice acting, though. If you just like had different voice actors do it, it would yeah, be yeah, that absolutely. would in itself make it different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think there's are it's there minimal. are people that are like that, and it's not I know just that there a trope. Are people like that, <laughs> but they're the counterpoints to Finn and Jake, and yeah. it's a very clear like because there's a girl. This is the difference. Mm. You know, that's yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's Bechtel test 101. It's yeah. what makes the girl different. It's, it's all to do with how she deals with boys. Like that's, yeah. all right. that's the, how is she relating to her love interests? Like that's what, that's the difference between girls and boys. And I just, I'm, I don't quite buy it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't directly about love interests too. Sure um, wasn't. Yeah, this was not for not for her for for cake a little bit, but no, I mean for Marsha Lee and oh. Prince and Gary Gumball. Oh, yeah, the B plot. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was a pretty big through line. Yeah, it was big. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> why are you being weird about it then? I I'm not sure why how we got to to them. Because you said it's not about, the story wasn't about romantic It wasn't, no, her taking her shirt off wasn't about romantic relationships. Okay. <laughs> you just said it wasn't about. Yeah, that scene that you're talking about wasn't about romantic relationships. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's what you say. Yeah, I, I just I just did. I said it. What else what of the relatives? I already gave you. Oh, no, my you did unearned. Not. I didn't give you it. Oh, um, my God. Unearned moment. Um, there's something loose about the justification for Prismo having made Fiona and Cake 
And that's kind of like where they came from that all he wanted was something of his own. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I wish it was a little bit stronger a choice than that, that it wasn't just like, well, I wanted something too, that it was. Yeah. I, and I, there might have been more. And, and the fact that we can't remember the exact description makes me think that it wasn't what they do is they like don't over explain yeah they don't over explain sure i i just that felt weak to me because especially yeah, i, I even watching it i had i had had a, a moment of um i was guessing what was happening because like prismo is like sitting in his little cube and he looks like he's not he clean shaven which is weird because he's like a weird shadow on the wall but he does he has like yeah, stubble and yeah he has a little bit of stubble and he's like watching a video of like finn and jake and I, I was just thinking about how like, oh, but in this world, Jake is like, he's dead and he's like watching a memory mm-hmm. of Jake. And I was just thinking like, an even better, you know, justification is like when Jake died, Jake and Prismo were best friends, mm-hmm. that Prismo being kind of like outside of the timeline would be able to create Fiona and Cake and take them back in time to shoot into Ice King's brain, even if he had made it in the future or whatever future means when you're outside of the timeline. I just like, that was, that would have been a better justification. It's like he missed Jake because Jake dies and that has hurt him so much that he would have tried to create, kind of recreate, you know, Finn and Jake that are gone. I guess my problem with that, see, and we get to time, yeah. stuff and it gets complicated because if 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 it's not a problem for him to just take something from the future and just bring it to the past because he's outside of the dimension then jake's not dead well not back then not ever because he lives outside of the time dimension well jake doesn't live outside the time dimension. doesn't matter well it kind of does because if if prismo is like looking anywhere else then jake is dead there's a point at which Jake and Piffin stop. But if he creates a story, they never have to stop. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't create a story. He creates a dimension. Yes. Which will eventually lead to deaths as well. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, that I don't know if I have the real solution, but it, not, but the, I, I just I'm, sure I'm, I'm thinking that just like I just wanted something for me was not not enough for me. That's fair. That's fair. I think if we start, I don't know. I think we get it gets tricky if we try to be that specific. Yeah, be like give us a timeline of like, well, sure, he's sad, and he yeah, misses that would be, him, and then so he's gonna go yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, I think in that would be a mistake. Yeah, to hide it. Yeah, it feels a little bit. Then it feels a little overcomplicated. Yeah. All right. It's a very tricky. It's a it's a tightrope. You well, and that's why dimensions and time travel are a rough thing to do in stories. <laughs> it, I I often think that they are not done well. Yeah. Time time travel is not. Yeah. I am not like 
Like Umbrella Academy. Mm, Umbrella Academy garbage. Not a big fan. We'll do a hate um, episode about Umbrella Academy. Oh, oh my God, it's so bad. That so hard. Hate watched it so hard. We didn't even watch the third season. Not yet. Oh man, are we gonna but do it? Hate, we hate watched two full seasons of that. We sure did. We sure did. I was so hoping that I the have second never just better. watched a show out of hate before. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is to gonna be so bad. I'm gonna so watch bad. it. Okay. So bad. Um, so mad about it. So, uh, uh, another superlative. No, um, favorite alternate. Yes. Character. Okay. Um, uh, my favorite alternate character is LSP. 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 Because it's LSP in Adventure Time. And it's the letters L. Yep. S then P. Lumpy Space Princess. And even in the Fiona Cake, it's Lumpy Space Prince. Lumpy Space Prince. But in the, like the real world, uh, Fiona it's and Cake. A ball of his name is right. A his name is a lumpy coat, but Ellis P. <laughs> I think that's very. And fun. he's so funny. Oh my god, he's very. Oh, very that funny. voice actor is ridiculous. The most ridiculous voice, and it's just Pendleton like Pendleton Ward. Oh, it's Pendleton Ward. It's ridiculous, and <laughs> just the a character is so capricious. It's like it's just, it's very funny. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm thinking maybe the short-haired bubblegum, the like the one in the in the world where the vampires are against. Yeah. The Mad Max bubblegum. No, that's not Mad Max. Oh, that's not Mad Max? What was Mad Max? Mad Max is Farm World. Oh, right, 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 right. Because they're... Yeah. Yeah, the the military, military bubblegum. Feels like she's really in her element. Yeah. Um, And they are just rude to each other. Oh, yeah. She's just a bitch. She just yeah. is like... Still getting shit done. Yeah. But... Not nice. I don't know. There's something, something that's very interesting about that universe, mm -hmm. and it feels very tragic. Yeah. Something I think I would do her. like uh, like the. I like her. I like yeah. that that version of bubblegum is. Yeah. What about what about favorite alternate universe that we see? That's tough. I mean, like the thing is like. That's, they're so, all of them are hard to watch. Yeah. All of them are kind of difficult universes. Yeah. But I think I'd probably go with that one, I guess. Yeah. Because it just is, it was very interesting to watch. I think I like the, um, uh, the baby one was I wanted to see oh, more in the baby one. About the baby uh, one. It was like they're all just babies, that's and that's cute. so funny. And I was like, I wish we could just see and more they of took that. Took the baby to the one they took the baby with, and then it got left, but then it didn't. It didn't. It was still in. It was in the tank when they got back. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. I was so. I thought they had killed the baby. I thought they killed the baby too, and I was like, Oh my god, this is so real. <laughs> it was very intense. I was like, yeah. I got very scared. I yeah. was like. No, they're really, really leaning in. Yeah. Um, hmm. Any more superlatives? Hmm. 
Um, most likely to be the next spinoff. Based on Fiona and Cake or based on the Adventure Time universe in general? Um, based in general. Oh, <laughs> the lemon grabs. Oh, man. I, yes, I oh, want everything geez. to do with the lemon. I love them. <laughs> love them, love them. I, I, I mean, there was kind of like a mini arc yeah. with them, yeah. but not in a way that like stakes or the human world right. or... Um, Obviously not Fiona and Cake um, yeah. do, but I, I, I could, I could do with more, more, of more lemon them, future past. I don't care. <laughs> I, that is, I love them. They're I think, horrible. And I love yes, them. Yes, they are horrible. And they're so awful. Um, I think that maybe a um, Wizard City spinoff. There was a Wizard City spinoff. There was like one of the episodes, but like I'm saying like longer. Like a full, okay, okay. Something full. Yeah. Something a little bit more, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're done. Great. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Then a Moment. Uh, I am Pavi Prochko. And remember, whenever you have a baby, take the chance to smell it. And I am Colin Funk. And remember, there are many versions of yourself, so it matters what choices you make. Mm. All right. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Then a Moment, a Pavitas production project, hosted by Colin Funk and Pavi Prochko. This podcast is produced by Chicago Podcast Studio. Our opening cartoon was created by Gloriu, and our theme song was composed by me, Pavi Prochko. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite listening platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Then a Moment Pod, all one word, for updates on new episodes and behind-the-scenes content. If you have any feedback, comments, concerns, or kudos, you can email us at thenamomentpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us wherever you can. It would help us out a bunch. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.